Most businesses are a stressful place to work for the owner and for the team. But what if it doesn't need to be like that? What we're going to go through in today's podcast is four key areas that you can focus on and measure to not only grow your business, but enjoy the process as well. One, two, So the big question is this, how do people-driven business owners like us create businesses we're proud of, businesses that work for our employees, for our customers, and for us, businesses that can be profitable without straining or draining the owner? That's the question that we'll be answering on the Better Happy podcast. Hello, Better Happy business owners. If you listen to the podcast and you haven't already subscribed to the newsletter, make sure you go over and do that because we send it out every week and it's full of free resources and tools, including some of the things that we cover on the podcast. So you can find that at betterhappybusinessclub.com and you can subscribe to it for free there. It comes out every week. So what we're going to talk about today is four key areas that when you measure them, and make them a goal will completely change the way that you go about business. And what got me onto this is reading some Russ Brunson stuff. And Russ Brunson talks a lot about when Roger Bannister broke the four minute mile. So in 1954 or some time around that time, it was believed that human beings would not be able to run a four minute mile and run a mile in under four minutes. And then Roger Bannister came along and broke the record. And Russ Brunson talks about this because what happened after is what's important. After Roger Bannister broke this record, people started doing it all the time. It started to become a a common theme. You know, every week somebody else is running a four-minute mile. But before that, nobody believed it was possible. And Russ Brunson talks about this with his business, ClickFunnels. And he talks about his journey when he started out internet marketing and selling products online, that he had this crazy goal of making a hundred thousand dollars in a year and then that went to a million and and he didn't think it was possible to make a million dollars in a year and then he saw i can't remember the person but he saw some kind of great marketing person do a presentation and, and basically this person made half a million from a single presentation and it changed russ brunson's paradigm it changed it gave him a new paradigm it changed his perspective and it made him realize that okay it is actually possible to make a million dollars in a year which is obviously now you know almost laughable to that business because they make a hundred million so what russ brunson did was then create the two ccx awards uh, the the two comma club award excuse me so they started to award members within the ClickFunnels community which is people that use his software if they made a million dollars in a year through um, a single product or service and as he started to do this, more and more people then started to award it. And every year, more people got it. And actually, now they've made the awards higher because once you normalize a thing, it starts to become, people believe it's real. It starts to become achieved en masse. So, okay, massive tangent there. But why are we talking about that? Well, the normal environment within a business is one of stress. It's like, we've got to grow the business. We've got to make money. Um, we've got to pay the bills. We've got to grow. And in order to do that, we're going to get stressed we're going to work really hard um we're going to sacrifice our health our work-life balance our personal relationships and in order to make that a reality and although none of us like to admit that's what happens that is the 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 norm that's the norm in most businesses whether they're big or small the norm is to have an unhealthy relationship with work because we've got things to achieve and what i've been working on for years with different businesses after going through my own tough times and starting to work with other businesses is actually making businesses enjoyable places to work. So moving towards goals, still going through the challenge of making a business work because it is a challenge and if it wasn't, everyone would do it. But being able to do that without all of the negative consequences that come with it because my belief has always been that our work should contribute to our health and happiness. 
So I've been doing that for years uh, with with a high level of success. And the things that we do, we you know we started off working with small businesses, and then we started working with corporates and some of the biggest employers in the UK. And through working with such a wide range of businesses, I've noticed that there's there's certain themes, there's certain areas that are easy, easy to fix, but common challenges across businesses big and small and when you address these areas we start to see results so over the christmas new year period what i've been thinking about is well what can we actually make business owners focus on to make sure that they are creating a business that's enjoyable and creating a business that is making good money and creating a business that they enjoy as well as their team and their customers and that's actually led to us formulating the Better Happy Business Award. So this is something that we're launching in 2024 and we will be giving to our members who achieve it. And the whole reason for this is is that I believe that once we make this the norm to start focusing on this, this thing that people think is impossible, growing a business and enjoying the process, once we make this the norm and start to award people for it, I believe it will just become the way of doing things more and more and more because what will happen is the mind of all of us that are involved in business will start to change as we see and hear about people that are getting these better happy business awards for not only growing their businesses but enjoying the process we'll start to realize that doing it any other way is unnecessary we don't need to make ourselves miserable we don't need to burn people out in the pursuit of our goals so um, what I'm going to do is just talk you through what the four different areas are so these will be measured with the businesses that are in the better happy business club but they will um, be scored against and when you hit certain levels that's when you'll be um, able to get the award apply for and get the award now of course over the next few years we will fine-tune this and get it down to what it needs to be exactly but at the moment we've got some arbitrary numbers and I'll, I'll give you some reasons as to why so what I'll do is I'll start off with the four numbers uh, the four areas and then we'll just dig a little bit into each one so typically what happens is businesses focus on growth because they have to right it's like if we haven't got money coming in then we're not growing or we're not paying the bills and it's a stress so business uh, money is, is is an option to business so that is one of the areas we're going to grow uh we're going to focus on so to get the happy business award you've got to show uh, at the moment we're saying 15 percent growth now the reason for that number is i think in the uk especially we get obsessed with growth and we're like right you've got to be you know the business has to be massive it's got to be you know a unicorn or making millions and millions and millions and millions of pounds well, and the reality is, you know, a business can be a great place to work without being a unicorn or without being a giant. So what we've considered about is, well, what about the business owners that aren't highly profit driven and don't want their businesses to be huge? Do they still need to grow? And, and the answer is yes. And the reason for that is because the van, if, if you want to sell your business or leave your business, which you will one day, or you, you're going to have to, um, what investors will look at is, is the business profitable? Is the business growing? And the growth rate that's looked at is around 15 to 20%. So if it's growing 15 to 20%, it's keeping up with inflation um, and showing that it's got steady growth. So that's the kind of bare minimum. That's the kind of level we're saying, look, you've, you've got you've to have 15% just to, just to be a, a viable business. So that's the first one. Uh, the second one is employee happiness. And we use Friday Pulse to, to collect that data. And we're going to set the goal of having that in the top 20%, which is um, not as difficult as a lot of employers think. And obviously, everything we do at Better Happy is helping companies do that. Uh, the next one is owner dependency. So one of the goals that you have to not only show that you can do, but do, is show that the business can hit those other goals, whilst the owner is able to take at least 30 days off 
concurrently so or consecutively so the owner is able to remove themselves from the business for 30 days straight and uh, the other goals are still achieved so this shows us that the owner uh, that the business isn't owned, owner dependent and that the team can function without the owner and the business can grow without the owner good for the owner good for the business and then finally we've got customer happiness so um, an mps of i think we're going to set the target at 30 so 20 is good 50 is excellent i think setting the goal of 30 is is good so those are the those are the four areas so what typically happens in a business is the business owner will focus on growth and everything else comes after that and that's a mistake because you can grow the business and make more money but if you're neglecting those other areas you're going to create an environment of stress and you will have issues with employee turnover with customer retention etc etc so the challenge normally comes about because we're focused on something that's important which is business growth but we're focused on that at the expense of other things and i think that's why it's the norm that businesses are unhappy unhealthy stressful places to work because we are reactive not proactive and we are in survival mode and we're like we've got to make more money we've got to grow but we're not doing that in a proactive way where it's like it'd be nice to make more money and this is what we'd like to make make this year and this is how we're going to go about it and actually we're going to enjoy the process by looking after our team looking after our customers and making sure the owner's not stressed so by setting these targets alongside that what happens is it starts to make you think differently about the business and grow it in a different way so uh, so the growth piece is still there but what we also need to focus on is employee happiness so this is what we've already talked about and measured it through friday pulse and i think business owners think this is a really hard thing to achieve but just to give you an insight most of the time when employees are unhappy at work it's not because of pay now sometimes it is and you do need to pay your employees enough and you know ideally you want to be paying them more than your competitors but money's not as much as a motivator as you might think some people are highly motivated by money but they tend to find their ways into sales-based jobs or um, much higher paying industries but a lot of people just they need money uh, but they're not motivated by money so the motivation they have around money is survival and being able to provide but past that it's not really what gets them going so as long as you're paying people enough to pay the bills and live the lifestyle they want without stress you probably don't need to stress too much about money now if you're not paying your staff enough and you know that there's not enough money to pay them what they deserve to be paid then obviously that's going to get easier as you focus on business growth but all of that's going to be easier to achieve if you've got a happy team but if you've got an unhappy team and and you're not paying them enough then it's going to be difficult to um, actually do the things that you need to do to bring in more money to pay them what they need so my point is is that even if you realize that you need to pay them more and the business needs to improve to do that focus on the happiness first is going to help you achieve that so um, a lot of the times that employees aren't happy at work is because they don't feel listened to um, they don't feel like they're able to influence change they don't feel invested in they don't feel like they're actually important they just feel like they are a cog in the wheel um, and that they can be replaced by anybody else and nobody really cares about them and changing that isn't anywhere near as difficult as you think or as expensive as you might think and it doesn't require the owner having to go and spend an hour every day with every member of staff it's not that complex it really revolves around putting processes in place so that people have things called pdps personal development plans helping people with personal and professional goals changing the way that you set goals in the business being clear on what the goals of the business are and involving the employees in that process all of these simple um all of these simple, easy to implement different areas that we teach you that are happy. So um, it's not as difficult as you might think. The next point is customer satisfaction. Um, most businesses don't measure it, which is a mistake. 
So we need to make sure that we are collecting that data. So that's one of the things that anybody that wants the award would need to get. But whether you want the business Better Happy Business Club award or not, you should start doing this because not only is it better for your business, but it's better for you as well and better for your team. So if you decide you want to sell your business, one of the things that an investor is going to look at is how happy are your customers. And if you're not collecting that data, that's going to um, have a knock-on effect to the, to the value and the selling process of the business. Um, so you need to be collecting NPS. And also think about this. When you're collecting NPS, which is um, net promoter score, it enables you to be more of a data-run business so that you can not rely on intuition, but you can actually have a dashboard that tells you, okay, customers are happy or customers aren't happy. Uh, and it empowers your team as well to be able to do things about it, even if you're not there, if things aren't going the way they want to. The reason that most businesses don't collect this data is because we're worried about what we're going to hear. We don't want to hear the negative stuff. We'd rather just assume that our, all of our customers are happy and not ask the question. And that's a mistake. And we've just got to make sure that we're working past these kind of um, limiting thoughts and fears that we have in our head that stop our business from being exactly what it can and should be. And then that final piece is the owner dependency. So um, as we've already talked about, can the owner take 30 days away from the business without having to work, um, without contacting it, without the team being reliant on them? Now, the first time you do this, it's going to stress you out and it's not going to be easy because you've probably never done it before. And that means that the business is reliant on you. But if you make this a goal, and you know that you're going to get potentially make yourself, um, what's the word, uh, valid for an award through doing this, um, then starts to become more of a, a motivation to do it. And the other thing that's going to happen if you do this is it will contribute to the happiness and performance of your team because you tend to think that by sticking in the business, you're looking after the team and caring for them and avoiding, you know, helping them avoid serious mistakes. But what you're doing is mollycoddling them and disempowering them. And they might not tell you that, but that, that's what's happening. They might even be comfortable with you there just keeping them safe because, you know, it keeps them comfortable, but it is disempowering for them. So when you do these four things, you create a win-win situation for the business. You create a win for you, you create a win for the team, create a win for the business and a win for your customers. And the reason that I want to create this as an award is because it helps business owners actually focus on these important areas. And I feel that when these areas aren't there to focus on, the goal just goes to survival and paying bills and making more money and reacting to problems. And that's when business goes from being something that should be enjoyable and rewarding and contrib contributing to people's happiness to being something that feels stressful. It's, you know, it's, it's the analogy of instead of a sailing a ship to a new destination and enjoying the process, it's we're trying to bung the holes and stop the thing from sinking. And, and nobody enjoys being on a thing where we just feel like we're constantly trying to survive and it's constantly stressful. So uh, those are the four areas. You're going into 2024 now. You've got lots of things to focus on. It tends to be coming into this time of year that you've just had some decent time off. You've genuinely switched off and you've had time to think and reflect and, and get clear on what's important to you. And, and most of the time, it's that time of year as a business owner where we start telling ourselves, I'm not going to make the mistakes I made last year, which is where I worked too much and didn't have a healthy balance and I stressed and I, and I didn't enjoy it as much as I should and I know it's bad for my health. So we tend to tell ourselves at this early point in the year, I'm going to focus on me. I'm going to be healthier. I'm going to enjoy the process more. I'm not going to let it stress me out so much. But then, as we all know, it tends to be, I don't know, February, March, all of those things get forgotten and we're back in the same kind of vicious cycle that we are in before. So by making these visible goals that you're going to focus on and communicating with people and measuring them, you're removing the likelihood that you're going to, you're going to let that happen. By focusing on all four of these things as 
equally as important as each other and contributive towards each other, you're going to put yourself in a position where you go through the year focusing on all four of those things. So the business is working for you and your team. If you do those things and you focus on them, you can only create a positive outcome. Okay. Cause you're not neglecting business growth because that's still one of the goals. You're just not doing that at the expense of the other things. Um, you're focusing on, you're not neglecting your team because employee happiness is being measured. So you can't just, you know, focus on growth and take your time off. Like we talked about at the expense of your team, because that will show up in the data and you focus on your customers, which isn't really your role, but the, the role of your team. And because all of those things are being measured, you're constantly getting feedback on it. So you know if any of them are slipping too much, but obviously ideally they're growing. So all you need to do now, see, this is, I suppose, an indirect plug to come and join the Better Happy Business Club, which we're launching for founders members in Q1. Uh, and if you're interested in that, please do head over to betterhappybusinessclub.com and go to the membership section at the top right and just jump yourself on the wait list. And then you can find out about our founder member offers that we're going to have uh, exclusive for Q1 in 2024. But obviously, that's not the sole purpose of this podcast. I want you to enjoy your business and I want your business to be enjoyable for everybody that's involved in it and be as valuable as possible. And you don't need to join the Better Happy Business Club to make that a reality. So obviously if you want to and you want the support and you want the community, then then that, I'd love to invite you in. But even if it's not right for you or, or you're just not interested, I still want your business to be a win-win, great place to work. So what you can do now is write down those four areas that we just talked about. So you've got um, business owner dependency, employee happiness, customer NPS, and business growth. Think about where you're at, at the moment. And if you're not collecting data on the, any of those areas, which is which is more, more common than not, don't stress about that. Think about how can you get those measurements in place. For example, with employee happiness, you can head over to fridaypulse.com and tell them that you've been referred by the Better Happy and you get some really good um, offers and discounts there, including a free trial, an extended free trial period. So um, you can... You've got no, you've got no barrier to entry there. I think you can get a team. I think they do a free membership for teams up to ten. But if you said you come free, better happy, they'll give you one or oh, fifteen. So you've got it really easy to start there. Um, collecting NPS from uh, from your customers. That's not something you need to do. It's something you need to talk to your team about. But if you're not collecting the data, start collecting it. Business growth should be pretty easy for you to have a chat with your accountant about and see where you're at last year and what you need to get this year to achieve at least fifteen percent. And you should start thinking about when you're going to take your 30 days back to back off away from the business and write these things down, write down goals, find out where you're at at the moment. Like I said, if you haven't got the data, the first goal is to just find out where you're at, uh, but write down these things to communicate them with your team and with your business partner. If you've got one, um, communicate what the targets are, set targets that feel scary for you. Don't worry if you set high targets and don't achieve them as long as you achieve growth on the way towards them. That's all that matters. But if you focus on these four things throughout the year and you keep yourself accountable to them and you check in on, on, in on them every month, you can't lose. And I'd love to see you on the stage, getting your photo taken with, um, with myself or somebody else from Better Happy to kind of celebrate you getting that Better Happy Business Award because you've achieved those four things. And we've just got to remind ourselves, you know, that going through the, the journey of, of business and life, that the whole point in any of it is to actually be happy and I think in the West, we think that happiness is comfort and pleasurable experiences and sensual pleasure. And whilst they play a role in happiness, but they're not real happiness. And what real happiness is, is the sense of fulfillment that we get from 
moving towards our genuine goals and being of use to other people. And the, the, the great thing about thinking about happiness like that is, is it, it stands even when times are stressful um, and times are difficult, we can still have that sense of pride and fulfillment and um, meaningfulness through being the best version of ourselves. So business is stressful, right? It's, it's, it's hard work. It's not easy. And if it wasn't, everybody would do it. And it's unpredictable and by its very nature, challenging and, and, and up and down. So I'm not going to suggest to you for a moment that growing a business should be a walk in the park and that if it's anything other than a walk in the park, you're doing it wrong. That's uh, That would be a, a foolish thing to say. But what I am going to say to you is that growing your business, even when it's tough, should be enjoyable. It should be a rewarding experience that you enjoy, that you get a kick from, and that the people that work from you work with you, enjoy, and get a kick from as well. And if that's not happening, and it's not mo- mostly across the country, so it needs to change. And just because everybody else is doing it that way doesn't mean that that's the way that you should do it. So we've definitely normalized in the UK, at least not going about our businesses in a healthy way. And that's coming to the detriment of our economy, to the mental health of our business owners, and to the physical and mental health of our staff as well. So it doesn't need to be that way. Um, I'm full of confidence that in a few years, we're going to change that. We're going to change the way that people think about how they should go about uh, work and the Better Happy Business Award is going to play a key role in making that happen. But like I said, you don't need to be in the community if you don't want to. You don't need to have that award to go away and prove this concept. So set those things down, um, set those goals, communicate them with your team and go and have the best year that you've ever had. And when I say the best year, I don't just mean by finances, but I mean by enjoyment and health and um, fulfillment through pursuing what's most important to you. And remember that life and business are better happy. Wanna hear you go